Thank you for joining us at the Franciscan Moment Podcast, sponsored by the Franciscan Sisters of Christian Charity. And I'm Sister Elena Gonzalez. And today we'll be talking about our third episode on Franciscan discernment. Here today joining me once again is Sister Anne-Marie Lum and our second year novice Sister Concepcion. We now begin with Sister Anne-Marie and the Gospel of John. In our Franciscan discernment, we've been using Gospels from after the resurrection or what we say post-resurrection Gospels. The one I've chosen for today is from the Gospel of John, chapter 21. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, No. So he said to them, Cast the net over the right side of the boat, and you will find something. So they cast it and were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, The net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they realized it was the Lord. I think this gospel is another good one for our continuing discussion on discernment. They've been fishing all night and they've caught nothing. It was in that practical, ordinary, everyday action, Jesus saying, put the net here. They did it, and they caught a lot. Sister Concepcion, one of our novices at Holy Family Convent, has, an ex- has experiences also in discernment and having the Lord speak to her. Sister Concepcion, what comes to your mind when you think of Jesus calling you or giving you guidance or direction? Thing of how the disciples are out in the sea and they're um, they're fishing, but they're also searching, searching for Jesus, whom has. And I think that's a searching that we also look in our lives. I think particularly if you are discerning that part of us that needs Him. There's yeah. never an end to that uh, yeah. to further develop our relationship with Christ. Um, and Peter and the apostles in that boat were doing that also. Um, questioning themselves what happened um, and then they have the Lord there it's full excitement and I I think just how he's present there um, how he's present to us all and um, so it was just so intriguing to me um, to hear that again and 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 to find that semblance of just that continued search and and how he's there, and how we don't always recognize him at first. Right. And what is also so funny about that is that Peter, Peter, as soon as he finds out, he's in the water, right. and he's going, and the other guys are, like, pulling in the fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sister Concepcion, a sentence that I've liked, that I heard you say several times, is coming to religious life was the most terrifying and peaceful thing 
I've ever done. I like that contrast, terrifying and peaceful. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? So there's there's so much to following God that is completely terrifying, I think, um, because it goes, typically, it goes against our own plans, our own ideas of success or whatever. Um, in my case, moving across the country to a place I had only visited twice um, to people I didn't know. Um, so there is, and just, and just leaving family and friends and everything familiar. Um, so there definitely kind of was, if, if you think about it, it, it could be terrifying, but there was also just such a sense of peace that like, I was terrified in a sense if I thought about maybe what the world told me I should be terrified of, but right. just so peaceful yeah. of this is where God was calling me, mm-hmm. um, and the peace really wasn't even my own, um, but it was it was a gift because it, it's not a peace that I could have manifested myself because what I was manifesting myself was terror. Terrified. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you're a lot like Peter there when you you jumped in. I mean, I see the the parallel there so clearly. You jumped right in and you know believed that it was Jesus calling you and moved across the country. I, I think it's such a great sentence, terrifying and peaceful. I love, I love that contrast. Just like the apostles also, how terrified they must have been the first time seeing the, uh, the risen Lord and um, be able to accept that into their hearts, but with that peace, with that excitement, but yet a little bit of ter- terrified. But with that, as you're saying, there's peace, but there's also a joy that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are called, your life will be full and filled with many graces, so you can enjoy this beautiful journey of religious life. That whole discernment process, I think that's important for us to realize, too, is when you come and actually enter the building where your formation begins, you are continually discerning. You're discerning in your own heart, in your own prayer. You're discerning with your directresses and other formation uh, personnel. So it's not you, you walk in the building and you're a sister. There's plenty of time to discern and to find how your particular personality fits with this community, with the ministries. Um, all those kinds of things are important in discernment because Franciscan discernment as we said in, in another podcast, is very incarnational. You don't have to go through a lot of mental hoops. We don't have to keep jumping through some hoops. It's about what does your heart say? What is Jesus saying to your heart? What is Jesus saying to the formation personnel? What is Jesus saying to the administration who will formally accept you? All those things play into Franciscan discernment. So we don't have to fear it, although it may be terrifying, as you said before, we don't have to be afraid because we have lots of help, communal help, in discerning. So thank you very much for that. And thanks to Sister Concepcion, too. Hers, she's been a real inspiration to me in my continual searching, even after 50 years. Right here, <laughs> Sister Anne-Marie has uh, done 50 beautiful years with the Lord. I could say she probably jumped out of that boat 50 times, huh? <laughs> or more. <laughs> oh, yes. In and out, in and out. 
it was. And my constant um, returning to the boat, you might say, is when I look back at God's faithfulness, if God hasn't failed me in, in you know, the last year, the two years, why would God fail me now? Just keep putting my hand out there, jumping in the water like Peter did, and trusting right. that, that God has a plan and that I'm a very important part of that plan. That's right. And all of us as one become a, a beautiful community with the Lord. Thank you very much for having me. It was delightful. And we appreciate you too, Sister Anne-Marie. Thank you for joining us at the Franciscan Moment Podcast. At last, let's ponder what Jesus said to Peter. Have you caught anything to eat? Like Peter, can you come to trust Jesus is calling you? If you know someone who is struggling or asking this question, please guide them to our website, fscc calledtobeorg Peace and all good.